0: Y'all, when if you know nothing else, you know that having a business or having anything that you want to create in this world is not always easy when you're starting from zero, right? Learning how to navigate, especially if you don't have a blueprint, whether that's losing those last five pounds or, or getting that sugar out of your diet, like I'm trying to so bad right now, but it is not, you know, I'm working on it. I'm a work in progress, but I know that that's not my lane. And so I know to seek counsel, right? I know to seek someone who can help motivate me to leave that sugar alone. Just as I knew in business, I needed someone to to help guide me. Today's guest is a woman who does that. Carolyn Soto is a woman who helps women achieve living their life, not just women, but people, achieve living their life beyond a fulfilled life, right? So, that is a lot, right? <laughs> that's a lot. Like, we we hear the word fulfilled. Like, I don't want to just throw words out and make them all flowery, but, but a person who says that that's what they do and that's what they help people achieve and has the receipts to do it, we got to talk to because it's a tough road. It's a tough road to get to any of your dreams. And I want to talk to basically a dream maker, a dream guide. Hello, Carolyn. Hi, Amira. Thanks so much for
1: having me. You're so sweet.
0: Oh, no, seriously. I know that, you know, we all do our jobs and we do the things that we're blessed to be able to have a calling on our life and we take them for granted and we just think they're second nature. But let me tell you, sister, it is not. It is not second nature to wanna to help other folks live uh, live beyond a fulfilled life. Like that's beyond, that's above, above what we're asking for, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I say beyond fulfilled because people walk around saying, yeah, I'm fulfilled, yeah, I'm happy, yeah, everything's good. How are you today? Oh, I'm fine, how are you? So, you know, most people will will say, I'm okay. Yes, I want more. And and there's always more for me to have. But most people have this idea of I'm already good enough. So they settle. So I really want to get this point across of, you know, there's more. Do not settle. You can always have more. You can let go of the past. You have all the options, especially in this amazing country that we live in. And why not? Why not go for more?
0: No, I love that you said the settle word. Most people don't want to talk about that, right? We call it, we disguise it with complacency. We disguise it with being comfortable, yep. right? Mm-hmm. And then we shame people for having the gall to want more.
1: Why is that? Like, is that, let's talk about it, Right. Yeah. Well, it's a deservingness, you know, thing. So people a lot of people think they don't deserve more or it's even hard to have more, you know, to create more or more money, start a business. But at the same time, it's also shameful to tell people how we really feel. So we're really stuck. We can't complain otherwise we're ungrateful or you know, you're not grateful for your life and with you know all the great things you have. You can't be that. You don't want to complain, but at the same time, if you want too much, then people, you know, saying, "Well, who do you think you are? You know, what makes you so special?" So, it's it's hard. You really have to stay in your own lane and and look at you know how you want to create life because you've only got one, as far as we know. So (laughs) we better make it a good one.
0: (laughs) Oh, I like the way you think, right? And you know what? I think it's kind of safe to say that the people listening today are people who are okay with wanting more, right? You cannot have a brunch and sleigh life and be okay with just. The complacency or you be cooking bacon and eggs every Saturday and Sunday at your own house, right? We all we all get that part, right? Uh, there is something about, with, especially with women, right, is giving ourselves permission to want more, especially once you start taking on other titles like mom or a wife or partner or a caregiver, right? A lot of times we tend to put our wants and our ambitions and our dreams on the back burner because life happens. And you have, I guess, really perfected not stopping at those, those hurdles. Right. Talk yeah. to me about, about that journey for, because obviously you found it for yourself first. So let's mm-hmm. talk about that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really been a roller coaster, but I'm so happy with, you know, how I've been really taking charge of life and I know both sides. So in the beginning of my business career, so to speak, I was really on this journey of you know success. And my, my key value was helping people, making an impact, but also creating an awesome life for myself and my boys and my husband and all that. So I was very much success-driven, and that helped me get a lot of things done. Grew the business really fast, Inc. 5000 banking, great income, helping literally thousands of people around the world by now. But at the same time, that can also be a trap that I fell into, Amira, where in 2018, I began to feel really, really burnt out. So I'm not here to say that, you know, you can have it all and you should do it all. And yes, be the super mom and have the thin body and have the million dollar business and do all the things. Because I also know that that is a little bit of a myth and I call it the success myth, right? And not just in business, many women in executive roles or, you know, careers, they have this drive to do more. And for me, it came from a a real sense of proving myself. And I didn't know that for a very long time, proving my worthiness, proving my value. And it all came from childhood and the beliefs and the stories I was told and and all of that. So um, I knew in 2018, that was my greatest success ever, most income, biggest business, huge events. At the same time, I was the most unhappy ever. So something had to change. And that's why I began over really two years to figure out what's driving me. What do I really want? Is it really the money? Is it really being consumed by the business or is it something else? And why am I actually doing all of this? And I began to write a book and I began to create this sort of process for myself, but also now for other people to follow along. And figure out what they really, truly want and why they want it. So they can create that fulfillment in all areas of life, which may not be money. It may not be the success. It may be something else.
0: I love that you say it may not be money because, you know, success is a, is a ever-changing definition, right? It's by the person. And I, I think when I was much younger, I would have really kind of argued, no, success means you have this much money, you have this much freedom, and you kind of hit the nail on the head when you talk about you have all this success business wise or financially on the, on the, or appearance wise, but you're miserable because you're dropping the ball probably in the things closest to your heart, right?
1: Yep. Yeah. Well, that's when women say we don't have the time anymore. And, you know, we stress eat and we feel anxious and there's no passion in life. Our relationships, you know, suck. We have no friendships. We don't do anything but focus on our business or our career. And when we get home, we we can, you know, cook the dinner and then watch TV and then go to bed. And then the weekends we work even more. So it's really hard to operate that way. And, um, yeah, I want people to realize that that there is a different path they can take. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. And I would argue a part of that is our fault because we need to learn how to delegate. And I say we because this is one of the things that's changed my life outsourcing things like groceries or laundry or cleaning, those things we cannot do at all. And you're not going to have a seven figure business and come home every night and cook dinner and make soccer practice and make all these things and be happy. You might be able to do it, but again, you will experience burnout and you will have resentment to your partner because you're not even allowing them. I know in my case, there's been plenty of times where I don't even give my husband a chance to do the extra work right because he doesn't do it like me or or at least i used to now i don't care i don't care if she has on the undershirt i picked out like get her out of here get her to school whatever (laughs) it takes you know but i think that's very challenging right Mm -hmm. because we feel that there's this stigma there's guilt there's mom guilt from other moms shaming right oh you work Mm -hmm. oh you're not gonna make the class party no i'm not i'm not gonna make it i'm on a business trip i'm not gonna do it you know so I think uh, these are conversations that never get old to me because we all forget about them. We have these moments of we're like, we're here. We are putting ourselves first, self-care. We're thriving in business. And then life happens. We fall right back down the rabbit hole. And it's like this crazy cycle. So I, I want to know before we drop, learn more about, you know, not stopping it Fulfilled, right? Uh, what kind of business is it that you had before you started helping other women in this capacity um, because a lot of people always want I would want to know you know like what talk about your business where that got you to this point of this t- t- type of financial freedom.
1: Yeah. So, and I serve on it. So, I kind of do both things. I do a lot of things, Samira. I'm this this unicorn lady. But anyway, (laughs) so my main business since 2014 has been business uh, consulting and coaching, really. And we began by focusing on startups in service-based industries. So, lots of agencies, doctors, uh, financial planners, lots of coaches, consultants as well. And over the, the years, we've moved more towards more established companies. So, I still do a ton of consulting, one-to-one in groups, masterminds, programs, and all of that. Um, and that's really where, you know, most of my income is coming from. And then beyond fulfilled, I call my passion project. There's no monetary, you know, value behind this at all. This is just something that had to come out. It's sort of like this monster that just came out of me somehow. And, and it began with the book, but then I thought, you know what? It can be more. So I created a community around it um, and it's available now. We're running challenges. People are in there. And I see it working so well. So I tested this on my business clients before. I actually launched it to the world. So now everybody can be part of it. Um, I'm also involved with the software, in the manufacturing space, helping my husband. So I do a lot of different things, but my my main mission is to still help people grow their businesses with ease. And also the happiness. You know, If the business doesn't make you happy, it's not going to ever be really successful. Because you got to speak from a place of conviction and what you believe in. And that passion has to come through and, and you got to love it. So, yeah, that's keeping me pretty busy these days.
0: Well, it, it sounds like it. Right. So why and how? Like, so after you've had success, you, you realize you're not living your best life. You get yourself on track. And just like most type A go-getters over you decide I have to share this, which is the right thing to do. When you know better, you should share knowledge because, you know, that's just how we all grow. But rather than stop at a book, why why help others now, you know, and, and what do you want this to evolve into? Because it is your passion project, right? And it fills your soul up. But let's let's dissect that.
1: Yeah. Why now? I think now more than ever people are waking up again from being, you know, depressed for a year obviously. We had COVID, but I think it also led to people, you know, questioning how they've been living. You know, we've been shaken and when you're, you know, when you're shook up, you start to look around to see, you know, how have I been living? Where do I want to go next? So now is the perfect time for people to reevaluate and plan for the future and potentially change things in in big or small ways. So I think it's a beautiful uh, time to do this. And um, a book just wasn't enough because this journey becomes really powerful when you do it with people. But as with anything, right, you can't do things by yourself. And especially this kind of work, when you can share it, when you can see how other people are processing these ideas and sharing their stories and, and sharing what's going on and being emotional and doing it in a really safe space, that's when it becomes powerful. And I want it to be there for people too. Now, I can't do, you know, one-to-one coaching or any of that sort of thing, but we have group calls, we have office hours. So to me, it's about connection, creating real connections and and how big can it be? We could have millions of people in it, Amira. I mean, literally, there's there's no techno- technology limit. There's no limit whatsoever. So, you know, let's see how it goes. But I, I definitely think that anybody can benefit from this. Anybody who feels like there's more for me, I want more. I'm not, you know, feeling fulfilled in all the areas I want fulfillment in. It's for you.
0: I love that you say that. So how do you help people? So the folks who are listening now feel like I think she's talking to me. What is this process like? Because you definitely have a Facebook group, you definitely have a membership. How do you, how are you helping people live a beyond fulfilled life?
1: It all comes down to false drivers. And so it's, it's a, it's a 10 step process, but overall, really, in, in, you know, to summarize it, we begin by looking to what's been driving you to this point. What are your values? What's the primary question you've been asking yourself? For me, it was, how can I make more money? My 2018 was like, how can I make more money? How can I help more people? But um, it was really, that was the cover up for my unmet emotional needs from the past. So we get clear on what's driving us. What are we asking ourselves? How are we living? And also assessing all the different areas, our relationships, our health, and you know where we really score low and where we score high. And we give people a tool and assessment to do that. And then once we have clarity, we can start to ask, well, what would be better questions for us to ask ourselves? What would be better beliefs, better values? And where do these beliefs actually come from? Are they our beliefs or are they from our parents, our past partners, someone that did something to us in the past, and I call them the naysayers. And, um, once we get clear, we actually go back in the past and we look at, you know, who are the people that are influencing us even to this day? Who are those core influential people? And I believe we all have one or two, most of the times the parents. And, um, have we, if there's any forgiveness that needs to be done, have we gone through the entire process? Most people will say, yes, I'm done with the past, but what they really say is I either ignore it or I feel sorry for them. And that's good enough, but there are additional steps that we need to take to have real, you know, emotional freedom and just let it go. So for me, there was a two year process, 2018, 2019, my grandparents passed away and that's when I went back to Germany to deal with my stuff with my mom, a lot of stuff. And that's when I finally got to a point where I'm not angry. I'm not rebelling. I'm not proving myself to her for anything really and there was a huge emotional shift in me. And then from there, it was all about, so what do I really want? So you, I think you said redefining success and success means different things to different people. So once you get there, it's almost like, well, if I don't want the millions, what do I want? Then you get to figure out, you know, what type of business do you want? Or maybe you want a career or maybe you want to quit your job. I've had clients sell off their business and go back to a job because it wasn't for them. So you get to be defined. And that's what I did in 2019, 2020. I chopped my business down. I let go of staff members. I closed a major program. I shifted how I was supporting clients. I shifted my target market. I rebranded. I worked at least 15 hours less a week. Easy. I lost weight, almost 40 pounds. My relationship is a ton better. So it, it, it took me a long time. It's years of, you know, going through this. But once you know what your, your definition for success really is, then you get to make it reality with those new drivers. And over time, you know, create what I call a beyond fulfilling life. More brunch and slay after this.
0: There's a place that shines a light on women who operate in excellence, a place that creates experiences for women and partners with entrepreneurs and businesses and brands who value your dollars. That place is brunchandslay.com. It's experiences you love, connections you crave, and content that inspires. Brunchandslay.com. We're building something. And now back to brunch and slay. That's awesome. I know that It's all about doing the work. Right. And especially so it's so unique to me that the last few interviews I've done in some capacity have talked about doing the work. And I I think a lot of times, obviously, we are the new now, next. We want it right now. Generation. I mean, COVID probably accelerated that beyond measure. Um, But no matter what, some things just need you got to stick the path. There is no shortcut. And there's healing that needs to come in the process, right? Like you talked about two-year process that probably had already started before you even realized it started, right? There was a series of unfortunate events probably that highlighted the pain. Mm -hmm. Then you dug into the pain to figure out where it came from. And then you were able to release the pain and heal the pain. Um, And and I say the pain, y'all, not necessarily, and I'm using that just as a blanket statement word because there's always some thorn, right, that creates us to want, right? Whether it be, whether you grew up in a cookie cutter, leave it to beaver world. And yes, I'm aging myself. I said, leave it to beaver y'all. I don't even know where that came from. (laughs) I promise all I ever saw was reruns, but no matter what your background is, you know, and I love this example because sometimes we tend to think, that our woes are more significant than others because of our total circumstance. And I learned this by becoming a parent. What's a big deal to your kids is a big deal to them in their world, right? Doesn't matter how great of a life you've built for them. Doesn't matter if they have way more than you ever had. It's real to them. It's a pain point and it is something that has to be addressed. We cannot continue to dismiss one another's issues. And I think that What I'm hearing you say, Carolyn, is is a lot of it comes to from a community is the empathy. Right. Sometimes we just need to be there, you know, and and be around people who get it, whether they understand it, have been through it or not. A huge part of healing is community.
1: Yeah, it's really hard to do it on your own uh, because you also a lot of times need a new perspective. You know, if you've been going in circles around, you know, your, your past and thinking about it, You probably are living in a little bit of a box and it's hard to really, you know, think outside of this box. So other people can give you new suggestions, new ideas. One word they might say to you could give you tons of ideas and and all this insight you never had before. So yeah, don't do it alone. Have empathy. Everybody has stuff. I used to be so judgmental of people, really anybody, but really what it was is me being scared of them judging me. So when I let myself off the hook, and I really was a lot kinder to myself, I had empathy for other people, but also for me. Why do I have to be, you know, the hero all the time and do all the work and make all the money? And and why is it never good enough? So let yourself off the hook. I let myself off the hook. Be kind to people. We all have stuff. And, you know, it it, it doesn't have to come from huge trauma. Because I work with clients who had sort of the picture-perfect childhood, And you would think that they would grow up to be the the CEOs and the most happy people on the planet, but they're they're not still. So don't think this has to do with like abuse or huge major problems. It can, right? Um, So the nice thing is that everybody has a unique journey and it can unfold in this community. And it's nice to watch how people put the pieces together and go on their path, you know, surrounded by people who get it.
0: Yeah, I love it. You know, you kind of talked about how you've changed your business quite a bit since, you know. The last two years, which means that you were a little bit more prepared than most for the pandemic. Uh, One of the questions that I'm really enjoying asking guests right now is about it's a pandemic pivot. Everybody I know has made some form of pivot in their life, whether it was business, home life or physical life. What's been your big pandemic pivot?
1: So I was lucky because I had been running my business online for years. So I wasn't depending on events or networking or many of the in-person things that businesses do a lot of times. So that was great. We did take a hit for sure, but only for a couple of months. Um, The biggest change, though, that we made was in our messaging. I noticed that people wanted real an honest truth more than ever before. So running ads or marketing based on make more money or grow your business or have all of these things seemed very unrealistic to most people. And it it didn't work and it just didn't hit the spot anymore. So we began to talk a lot about, you know, what's real right now. And, And a lot of the happiness messaging came out even more. You're unhappy in your business. Things aren't working. What do you really want? Let's really evaluate where you're going. So we infused our messaging with a lot of just real talk, and we kept it to this point, and it feels really good. Um, but you're right. I had already been shifting my business down a lot in um, the year before, so COVID didn't stri- you know strike me or strike strike my business at this like major you know mining point. I would already sort of scaled it down. Um, so, yeah, I, we, were, we were sort of blessed that it wasn't too big of a hit for us. But, yeah, a lot of our clients really had to shift in major ways.
0: Oh, yeah. I think it, it's, it was an adapt quick. But I also think, you know, even your messaging speaks to the current climate. There's a lot of self-reflection going on. At least there was when people couldn't do anything. Now that the world has opened up a little bit more, um, I hope that people are still asking themselves the tough questions. And are are pushing. Uh, I know that this is a once in a lifetime, maybe even generations and generations won't experience as much tragedy and life major life shifts and changes that we have experienced in the last 18 months. I hope they don't. No one <laughs> I don't know if they can handle it. we barely we we are barely handling it, right mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah what what are uh three signs like someone who's listening to this and they're kind of still on the fence and they're like, uh, I'm kind of unfulfilled, I'm kind of fulfilled, kind of not really. What are like three things that are key signs that you are just, you know, coasting or you are just, you know, kind of treading water and not moving?
1: Hmm, that's a good one. So I know two, and maybe the third one will come to me. Um, So the first one is for people who would say, I'm an overachiever. They are the ones who will do everything to perfection or try to. They're the ones who want the promotion, who want to grow their business. Very, you know, very ambitious people, highly motivated, but they deep down know that there is not going to be an end to it. And they feel slightly resentful and they they feel slightly overwhelmed. They may not be sleeping well. They feel stressed and they have these thoughts of, you know, come on, you got to suck it up. You're weak. You can't, you know, so they, they criticize themselves for the weakness When that comes up, when it shows itself, they push it away and and, and it's back to let's go. We got to be strong. We got to do more. So that's a clear sign. There's also the complete opposite. There are a lot of people who always wish they could do more, but they keep themselves super small. A lot of people that start businesses that never make it, um, they could have huge success, but they keep themselves in that place because of their drivers and their beliefs. So unfulfilled, you know, success maybe or unfulfilled wishes. Um, and not just in business, it could be in relationships. Many people see this in their relationships too, where relationships just don't work for them or not for a long time. So those two extremes, uh, I think definitely, uh, you know, are clear signs. And I mean, an easy one is, is someone who knows that they have stuff in their past, there are people in your life that, that are still living or maybe have passed away. That could, That's possible too. But you know, deep down, if you're honest, that they still play a role in your life today. And you wish there was a way for you to get over it and, and make peace. Other than just not taking their phone calls or not meeting with them or not looking at them, that's fine. But you can do more than that. So, yeah.
0: No, that's excellent. So... Those people who are listening who feel like they want to know more about, you know, your membership, where would they start? Do they go to your website? Do they go to your Facebook group?
1: Yeah. So we have, I'll give you the main URL. It's beyondfulfilled.com. That is uh, the program page that tells you all about the community and what's included and how it works. And we run monthly challenges. They're free. So you can be in the challenge and check it out. The next one is launching April 21st. So if you missed that one, there's going to be another one coming out. So just go to beyondfulfilled.com or beyondfulfilled.com slash challenge for all the challenge details. And yeah, I'd love to see you in there.
0: No, that's really cool. And you guys heard the magic word free, free. (laughs) You know, I love a good challenge. And I think that's something that kind of pushes people. So I I love that. Now, this Saturday, you can uh, brunch with anyone in the world that are alive. Who are you brunching with? Oh, my God. Hmm, Elon
1: Musk. Ah, he's the first to the show. Tell me why. His mindset of, he is one of the hardest working people I know. And if you listen to his interviews and, and and he gets asked, how did you become successful? He will say, I worked 80 hours a week. I will work more than anyone else. Success. He had so many failures. So failure after failure after failure. And he came back time and time and time again. So, you know, his principles kind of go against what I'm teaching people but I'd love to understand his mentality and and how he got to that point. And he's just an amazing, successful person. Just interesting. So, yeah.
0: No. Yeah. He's, I mean, yeah, he's definitely one of the greatest minds that um, he will go down in history for that. It's, you know, He's just phenomenal. So I have to agree with you. I would definitely love to be in the room and hear him like one on one. That would be pretty awesome. So one of the things that's really important to me is that we pour into you just like you pour into us. As you continue to navigate and work your way through 2021, what vibes and prayers can we send your way to help you along your journey?
1: Send me love. <laughs> <laughs> love is my my new key driver. So my primary question went from how can I make more money to how can I feel more love and give more love? So anything relating to, you know love and and how how we can love each other more and and just be kind to one another, I think that's that's what I'm looking for.
0: Uh, well, you're already putting it out there with free challenges and information and memberships and groups, Y'all, it does take a village and finding your tribe wherever you are. Every tribe is not for a lifetime. Sometimes we have seasons, right? Whether it be when you first start losing your weight or getting your finances in order or building that business, seek people who are doing the same thing that you are and seek people who have been where you are because that's how you get to where you want to be.
1: Well said, Amira. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Thank you so
0: much for sharing your your time with us and, and sharing all that we need to know and reminding us that we can be more than just fulfilled, right? Like there's nothing wrong with wanting more. Thank you for that reminder. Of course. Yeah. Let's go for it. Yes. And you guys, no matter what, remember that if she can, I can, we all can.